everybody, this is Empire Sports Radio Talk here. Zach here as it is a nice Christmas day and there's one DMC Christmas in the Hollies. Uh, we're an awful day for the Knicks as they lose to the uh, Sixers in a, uh, just uh, a dismal game, a uh, frustrating game. Jets lose yesterday, Giants lose yesterday. We'll get to all the losing teams here out in in New York City. Uh, first, I want to talk about the Knicks today. Uh, what a just, just one of those games. It's it's the same stuff every uh, that we've been seeing for the past for the past four years, isn't it? You got a home game. You, you, you're the better team going into the game, better record going into the game, and you just can't beat a team. The Sixers lost five in a row. This isn't a team that's red hot. And they, they really, the Sixers had control of this whole game from the second quarter on. Great performance by Cantor. He had 31 points, 22 rebounds. But uh, they couldn't guard J.J. Redick and, um, and McConnell. And that is due to the poor defensive uh, guards that the, the Knicks have in Ron Baker and Jared Jack. They cannot guard uh, those guys. Redick was hitting almost every three-point shot, it felt like. And McConnell was just dishing and swishing as uh, as um, uh, as Clyde Frazier would say. Uh, Embiid also had a good game. He had 25 points, 16 rebounds. He was excellent. Uh that the Knicks had the chances. There was there was eighteen lead changes in this game, and the Knicks. What killed them was, in my opinion, was the fact that they could not get it going from three. They did not take a lot of shots from three. They only took fifteen, but they only made four three pointers. And in this league, you gotta hit three pointers to win. The Sixers were ten for twenty nine, but they had ten three pointers, which really made the difference. That. And the fact that the Knicks shot 64.3% from the free throw line. They were awful from the free throw line. Porzingis missed five. Like, can you, can you make, can you make more? You missed five free throws. Can't happen. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. But the Knicks had their chances in this game. Like I said, 18 lead changes. The Knicks kept it close in the fourth. They were down by eight. They were down by 8-9 at some point late in the fourth. I mean, early in the fourth. And they came back to tie 89-89. Cantor had the put-back dunk. Crowd's going nuts. Next possession for the Knicks. Brzingis picks the and-one jump shot. He hits this free throw. 89-89. This is the point in the game where you're the home team. you got to take advantage of this game. you got to take control of it. And the Sixers were so resilient tonight. The best basketball that we've seen them play in a while. And they would not let the Knicks take the lead. The Knicks just completely collapsed from that standpoint. Could not stop J.J. Redick. Could not stop Joel Embiid. And what I like about this game is that it really shows for both these teams that I'm hoping is that they got some young Talented players, and we're going to see them for a long, long time, and that's what's going to, and that's what I hope is uh, is going to happen. You know, Joel Embiid and and you know Ben Simmons also had a solid game, very quiet but solid game, solid performance. Nitalkina played decent defense, uh, made a couple nice passes. Uh, I, I think he had four points. He had a decent game, but you know you want to see more from Rzingis. He cannot miss those five free throws, uh, but. 
what an out performance by uh, uh, right now Cantor. I mean, he is just um, playing at a at a very high level, and hopefully this team can get back on it because right now they're in a shit ton of trouble. They got ten, I mean, sixteen of the next twenty games on the road, and they are I think they're two and eleven on the road. So to, you were hoping that they would take advantage of a home game today, and. And hopefully get off to a harder start. Uh, we'll get to the Jets. We'll even get to some more Knicks if you guys want. It's a nice Christmas for everybody here. We'll see you soon. And we're back here on Empire Sports Radio Podcast. Zach here. And, you know, what I really like about Ennis Cantor is that he's kind of, he kind of reminds you of that 90s Nick type, just gritty, you know, grind out type guy. And uh, I think he's been a very key contributor to this team all year. I love, I mean, it was scaring me actually the other day. Uh, there was There was reports that the, since what, He's been saying on Twitter about you know the Turkey government and the, the president and everything that they actually want to imprison him for four years. And you know you know what he says about it? He goes, four years? That's it for all the shit I've been talking." So just a mean, tough guy. I love him. He's good. For, he's good for a New York basketball team, uh, and he he is the backbone and the spark that this team needs. And a spark that a team needs right now is the New York Jets. Another. Fucking loss. Just another frustrating game by the Jets. And I'm tired of making excuses for this guy. This is the sixth or seventh game that I've seen Bryce Petty play. And there hasn't been a time in the game where I'm like, wow, look at this guy. This this guy has some potential. He was awful. I was actually at the game uh, yesterday. He was missing so many receivers that were wide open. It wasn't like there was, you know, he had to make a tough throw. Like Rivers did the gates in this. Oh, look! Look at Rivers the other uh, yesterday. Um, Twenty-two for forty, uh, two hundred ninety yards, one touchdown, and Gates was phenomenal too. He had eight, six receptions, eighty-one yards, and one touchdown. Rivers making great throws over the place, but Petty, anytime he had a wide open guy, miss him. And wasn't even close. He would miss everyone. Uh, Petty was, uh, what was he? I think he was. 15 for 28, 119 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. And one interception was absolutely pathetic. Going down at the end of the first half, he had to do a Hail Mary from the 50. Not the 40, not the 30. All he had to do was throw one from the 50. He couldn't even reach the goddamn end zone. You know, I did see him grimps a little bit with his wrist. I don't know that had anything to do with it. But I... I... They they were just the, the offense, you know. You know, it wasn't just him. The you know he got sacked a couple of times. That is due to some poor blocking by the offensive line. They're twenty point four percent on third down conversions. They could not get anything. They had four three and outs. They had nine punts this whole game. Uh, you know, and and the worst part is when you think you know they start the game off with that, with that uh, you know they got to play spoiler. They start the game off with an onside kick. The last time a team in a regular season has started a game with an onside kick and recovered was 2012. I forget who did it, but I just saw the stat on that. And you know what they do with it? They punt it. They can't even score with all the momentum. This is the first um, seven possessions 
Other, uh, and the seven only in the first half. You ready? Punt, 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 fumble. Forte fumbled at like the 20. Punt, and then the interception on the Hail Mary to end the first half. Now, Powell had a good game. I think that was probably the most exciting moment when he had that touchdown to make it 7-7. Powell was, had 145 yards with a touchdown. But the part that I was losing my shit was when it was 7-7 in, 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 the, in the fourth, and the Chargers were driving. And, and they, were at, they were at the three- or four-yard line, and they go for it on, like, they, they don't go for it. They, they want on first and goal. And it looks like Gordon fumbles, and Screen picks it up, and they call him down. But, you know, it was close enough where you think Todd Bowles can challenge. And you know what he does? You know what Todd Bowles does? He does not even challenge. you got nothing to lose, Todd. you got nothing to lose. And you can't even just challenge a play. They're at the, at the one-yard line. What do you know what? Next play, Gordon in for a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. The, the, the Jets play the Pats next week, by the way. So uh looks like they're going to be 5 and 11 for the season, same as last year, unless they can somehow get a miracle. All this means, if you're, you know, you're trying to stay positive, is that the Jets now go from the 10th overall pick in the draft to, I think, the 7th or 8th. So they are getting closer to it, maybe, maybe like a 5 or 6 pick if they lose next week. Uh, we'll get back to some more sports uh, up next. Coming soon. This is Zach from Empire Sports Radio. Zach here back on Empire Sports Radio Podcast. And the Giants get shut up by the Cardinals yesterday, uh, 23-0. Just the same the same thing you've seen all year. Uh, they now are 2-13 and on pace for the worst Giants, New York football Giants season in history. Um, what's really, you know, kind of uh, just, you know, Pissing, you know, just a New York sport, just New York football teams off, you know. But if you're a Jet or Giant fan, uh, you want to see the uh, just new quarterbacks, especially you know Giants. I want you want to see what Davis Webb is like. Uh, I know Eli's the guy. I know many people want to have him as quarterback because he's won two Super Bowls. He's been here here forever. But I, he, he might not be here next year. He might not be the future of your team. Why not try and see what Davis Webb's got? And same with the Jets. Why not see what Christian Hackenberg's like? And that, you know what? Sunday's game really showed you what the Jets think of Christian Hackenberg because Bryce Petty was awful, was awful on on Sunday, and they didn't even put in Hackenberg in. Like, I'm sorry, that, that just really shows you how bad Christian Hackenberg is. But for the Giants going forward, right now, uh, I'm pretty sure they'll get, a sec- they'll get that second pick unless I'm looking at the standings wrong. It looks like the Browns are definitely going to get that. Uh, oh, my God, they're going to get that number one pick. Yeah, because there's only one game left. The Browns Browns with the number one pick, and I think the Giants are going to get that second uh, overall pick. Uh, do they go for a quarterback? What do they, what do, they do? They, do they trade it, get more picks? And same thing with the Jets. You're going to be around the 7th or 8th pick. Do you go and trade up to get a quarterback? Or do you get um, a defensive player? Maybe, you know, they got they got $100 million uh, around there in cap room this year. So I think they should go out and try to sign some quarterback. You know what I'm saying? 
And with a quarterback, this team can roll because they got some. They got some good receivers. That Jet team, you know, they have a lot more talent than I think we all anticipated them to have in the beginning of the season. You look at at uh, Robbie Anderson and the way he's been playing this year. You look at Jermaine Curse when they got. Oh, that was such a nice trade. Curse in a second round pick for Sheldon Richardson. Oh my God, Curse has been great. Um, and then one guy that I think everybody kind of forgot about in the beginning of the season because of all the you know drama that's been happening with the with the Jets is. Quincy Inunua didn't play this year, and he had an excellent season last year. So those three guys hooked up together. You get a Kirk Cousins guy, or you trade for, or, or sign like Case Keenum or something like that. You might have something. You might have something. This young defense that is learning every game. Jamal Adams, Marcus May, you know, all the guys they picked up like Tony Ely. You know, Demario Davis is having a. Hey, I think I thought he should have been a Pro Bowl. You know, Leonard Williams, you know, he's playing, you know, he's up and down, but he probably will be good in the future. They got some nice guys, this Jet team. And I can't say this for the Giants right now. I don't know what they're going to do because they've had so many uh, players just underachieving. They kind of had the same same scenario kind of as the Mets. Now, I think the Giants season is a lot worse than the Mets season. But both teams, you know, they come in, they, they were, you know, Mets were... World Series contenders, the Giants were Super Bowl contenders too. Everyone thought, if I told you the Giants were going to go 2-14 two, two in the season, you would have punched me in the face. And same with the Jets. If I told you the Jets were going to go 5-11 or 6-10 and 10 or whatever, you want to punch me in the face too. So you, you never know in an in year, in, uh, in a year in, year out. Um, also want to wish everybody, you know, this is going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you again for listening. But uh, I want to wish whoever observes the holiday of Christmas, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas, even though the Knicks lost. You got some football tonight. The, the Eagles are hosting the Raiders later. Still got plenty of basketball left in the day. It's 5.30 right now, so I don't know what the scores are. But there's a lot of stuff going on tonight. Winter Classic coming up next week. We're going to talk about that a lot. It's the Rangers play the Sabres at City Field. Please, everybody. Happy holidays.